We're not sober enough for this. Hi. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We are the Numbskulls, and welcome back to the show. I am Bone Coon. And I am Furry. And Maxwell is not joining us today. Um, He had some things going on of which he wouldn't specify, and that's okay. We're just going to talk shit about him here. How we usually do, even when he is here. Basically. Um, But Noodles is here. Hi, Noodles. Uh, Hi, guys. But, um, she's probably not going to be talking much because she she's claims to be in a load of pain because of her eye. She claims to be blind. Half blind, even. Single eye blind. Oh. No, we are not. We're not kidding you, because that's what you were telling us. But anyway, so with this episode, it's going to be a little bit different because we don't have a set topic for this week's episode because, well... The whole gang isn't here. Um, so we're going to be just mostly shooting the breeze today. It'll probably be a shorter episode, too. Um, it just uh, depends on how long we feel like talking. Yeah. It's also been a real kind of off day for all of us. So it's probably kind of good that we're just just taking this easy, taking it easy for this episode. Yeah, it's probably the hottest day that we've recorded, to be honest. Like the hottest out, uh, outside temperature. Yeah, it probably is. And I don't know how much you guys were outside today, but me and my roommate were outside a lot, just walking around, going from uh, we, store to store. So yeah, we we were. I was for sure outside a lot today. Um, just going around trying to find um, other apartment complexes to apply to, yep. getting a haircut, stuff like that. It's just like I've been outside uh, a lot, and then looking at um, one of my weaknesses, guitars. Uh, Oof, yeah, but I, I I was outside quite a bit, and it was pretty hot. I do regret it's wearing this long sleeve shirt, but I I keeping it unbuttoned mostly. So I think the high for where we live was around ninety two to ninety four, and that's not including humidity factor no, at all because, because the wind is perfect outside right now. It keeps it nice and cool, but it's just the heat. Yeah, it's, it, it's heat. not it's not a dead static heat because that. That's damn worse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Talking about dead static, um, the Renaissance Fair definitely wasn't that. There was a lot of wind there this time. Yeah, there it was actually, and I know this is not something I normally do of going to Renaissance Fair, like, full costume or anything. Yeah, you were in full black, yeah. sort yeah, of full black. dress gear. Yeah, uh, I was going as my um, OC nice. that I used for LARPing. Uh, his name is um, Gubarun of the of the Okul people. He's a human raised by orcs, but of course exiled from the tribe because he's not an orc. Yeah. Uh, uh, how he gets the doctor garb though is because of when he comes back to where his tribe is located after many years of traveling, he finds that the whole tribe camp is wiped out, and there's a bunch of people there dressed like doctors who are investigating. And he later finds out, okay, these aren't the people who killed my people. These are people who are trying to figure out who killed my people. And basically, they're like dark magic slash necromancer hunters. So I don't have a name for their order yet. Um, but they do dress like doctors, especially since they do act as doctors on the side. But yeah, sorry, I just kind of just went no, full no, blown no, rambling on fine. like fucking OC, OCs but yeah. are a great thing um 
But yeah, no, Renaissance Festival was actually pretty nice this year. Um, A lot of people, as always, as I assume as always, it's been over 10 years since the last one I went to. And it was crowded when I went there 10 years ago. Wow. 10 plus years. But 10 plus, dang, that's a a long time. It's been forever since I've went. And, you know, I've, I've always wanted to go back and do, like, a lot of the stuff there, but walking around and our little group in full black yeah <laughs> not the smartest move no. um, I, I was full black and white yeah but you still had plenty of skin showing yeah you, and you were the gonna, most like, you had tan. was just like the the cloak you bought so i mean mm-hmm. yeah that that's the only real thing that kept generating a lot of heat for you oh well, i mean it wasn't bad because it actually kept the soil off me I mean, you could hand her the mic or just put it down next to her lips. I don't know if it's actually picking up on yours. Hi. (laughs) I mean, it is, but I I go in and I just use Amplify on it. Okay. That's what I do with a lot of the recordings, so. Okay. Yeah, but no, Renaissance Festival was a lot of fun. Uh, I'll be honest, I was kind of hesitant to go uh, this year just because the past few years have been really bad years for me. Mm. Um, So there wasn't very good there wasn't a lot of very good memories I was able to hold on to with it. But this year did change that. I, I did feel a lot better after going. That's good. Yeah. Um, and it, it was a lot of fun going with you guys. And it was just you furry, uh, me and then noodles who went for, for reference for the viewers or listeners at home. Yeah. Um, but it was just the three of us. Uh, Maxwell didn't come with us. I don't know what he was doing. Um, <laughs> did we even invite him? I did. did I invited you? him. Yeah, at the at the last recording session, I invited him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but no, it was a lot of fun, and it was a lot of fun going. Even though it was really hot after a while, but going in full costume that I've been building up over years, it was it was worth it. It was a very rewarding experience. It was a lot of fun. Um, despite getting hot and the mask not really fitting properly just with the straps I put on it, but it didn't really matter. I just had it hanging around my neck, and that's all that I needed to do and just put the hood up when I needed to. Yep. Easy peasy. Um, but now that I'm thinking about it, I should probably give you view, uh, listeners a an adequate description of or adequate as possible description of what this costume looked like um yes furry that's all up to you if you want to give a full detail description here i I mean i might as well just so they have an idea um but basically it was think of your average uh skinny man like myself like six four in height and wearing a okay so i had from going from the bottom up i had these boots that i ordered years ago and finally got to wear them to renaissance festival um that i also use for larping and they have like engineer boot soles in them so they can take a beating uh but they they cosmetically they look like pirate or medieval boots um had those I had some basically more just random uh, medieval costume pieces I found online 
like for pants, but the shirt I'm I was wearing was completely handmade ish. Um, there's a great tutorial you can find online for um, how to make a homemade medieval costume out of just an undershirt and some shoelace. It wasn't a tunic, was it? No, it it was just a plain old undershirt cut around the collar and then cut along the sleeve cuffs and then I poked holes in it to lace it up. Okay. Yeah. It, it's a very quick, affordable, and re- really easy and actually looks kind of good sort of cheap method of going about making a costume. But then over that, I had a um, a big black cloak-like cardigan thing with sleeves. It like had a button clasp up near the top right shoulder. Um, and yeah, it had a hood, had sleeves. I put the ring belt on over that with all my weapons and tools and such. And it then the, again, the mask hanging around my neck because it wouldn't stay on my face. But I mean, it felt good wearing it despite how hot it got. It it felt good. It was um, uh, relieving to finally pull that character out. Oh yeah, and bring it to life so that there's good you know witness. Yeah, that's the probably the best part about OC characters is just bringing them to actual life and showing people it's like this is what I've done, this is what I've made, this is my own. Yeah. yeah. Because it's like that whole actually getting to like own that shit sort of yeah. thing. That's the beauty of OCs. It's just actually being able to say, I own that shit. Yeah, and that's what most of my cosplays are, is OCs. Which, hey, you do pretty good on those. I try my best. I, I think you're doing pretty good. So there, there's your random bit of encouragement for the day. <laughs> the rest encouragement? is Encouragement? What's that? You're right. It's just going to go downhill from here. Yeah, Fuck it you. is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. But no. Noodles is just mumbling over there, guys. Don't worry about her. For those of you who couldn't hear her, she was saying, I was just a cow maiden. Because she was wearing black and white. She got got horns. Yeah, she did get horns. Talking about the... uh, Yeah, let's just jump right into that. Talking about the uh, the merchandise that came from the fair. Because when you go to any sort of renaissance fair, I know there are any of them. There's going to be a lot of small little stall shops about like normally they're local creators of uh, they make all their stuff locally some of them are well some of them are even etsy shop owners oh yeah um but that you'll find a lot of vendors there um but it, it's all some pretty cool stuff you'll find um i'm gonna start with what tori got so she doesn't have to get herself up and have to talk mm-hmm. i'm just trying to look out for you um, but I got some horns that looks like kind of like almost like cow horns, but they were like white and they kind of faded into black near the tips. They were pretty cool, but they're like also the kind that you had to tie on and, but at least they're not like ones that you had to put an adhesive on. Yeah. This was the, probably the first time I've ever seen a tie on horns yeah. where it's just basically a shoelace and the horns are, uh, they're sort of like a clay material. That you know, you just put in a kiln and fire. They're harder than clay. Harder than clay. Yes. Harder than you say clay. they are plaster. But they are like molded, kind of. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Yeah, well, but I they mean, they, yeah. they looked really good and they were pretty good quality. Yeah. Regardless of what they were made of. Um, and then she also got a very nice cloak, um, with these like 
they were like lion face clasp yeah. like clasp around the neck and it looked very nice and we're kind of glad she got it when she did because it was the last one they had in stock like adult size cloak wise yeah it was the and last one there yeah it was still in the morning technically yeah so she got right before the main heat of the day hit us yeah and mind you we went on memorial day which is the memorial day monday is the last day they do renaissance fair here in tennessee yeah um that's the last day they run um but yeah it was it was nice and like the, a lot of their merchandise is actually pretty nice quality a lot from uh that one stall where me and you have both done this already where noodles got her cloak uh it was a lot of nice dress wear and stuff from you know the medieval era the renaissance yeah uh i got my hood from there as well yeah you did get a hood from there and it was not it was not that kind of hood it was not one of those hoods it was that, but you could only turn it into one. No, you Would really I? could no, no, no. And could you really? Probably not. Probably not. Because those are like straight up cones. Yeah, and you, those stand to, on their own. Yeah, like a traffic cone. Just wear a traffic cone on your head. Yeah, so stop being racist, Noodles. I'm so, okay, I'm sorry. You're fine. Uh, but no, the hood I got, I needed because I knew I was going to like burn up at least on my head mm-hmm. uh, if I didn't have any sort of protection so I got it and it matched my uh, outfit perfectly pretty much because I was just I was just in my normal one of my normal OC gears that I brought out at MTAC yeah. uh, first time at MTAC and now it's upgraded again into like a roguelike yeah. well more of a rogue now for a medieval but I could just easily remove the hood and just go back to the normal yeah absolutely and now uh, now i got some pretty nice stuff for it too talk Ooh. about that thing down there that'll Ooh. be a minute oh we, i mean you can talk about it now if you like uh all right yeah because then i can talk about so, i could talk about my thing we got from that stall and then we can go on yes. to the the true uh, the true the god the god but we'll get to the god in a minute <laughs> the god has to wait <laughs> But Which no. is something you don't like. Go you ahead, don't make furry. Gods do. Yeah, go ahead, furry. Talk about your cool blade you got. All right, so yeah, we, there was a shit ton of stalls at Renaissance fairs that will be a lot of knives, a lot of knives and swords and axes and claymores and maces and, and just flails, and flails, just spears, and maybe even. Yeah, they yeah, had they had some anime some shit. weeb crap there, and you know that stuff wasn't as cool as what we picked up. Yeah. yeah. So what I have in my hand right now, I do not know how to describe other than some sort of assassin blade. Mm. Uh, but very impractical assassin yeah. blade. Yeah. Think of like. Looks like flames. Looks like um. Think like uh, Thanos's okay. sword from Endgame. You know, that completely impractical piece of shit. Yeah. Like, helicopter rotor blade, but, like, a lot smaller. Fits in one hand, and it's got, like, flamey blades. Pretty much think um, Darth Maul's lightsaber. 
but like dagger form. But yeah, in dagger form. It's not and red or like, anything. It's but it's just like the blade shape kind of looks like his Sith tattoos. Yeah. And they it now that you like I can't see like some sort of flame in it, but it's yeah. definitely Darth Maul tattoos. I mean, like and now that you mention it like that, I can't unsee it and it just makes it all the more badass. Yeah. But it's it's a uh, it's still it's dual bladed. And it's and the way it is, it is sort of like the helicopter quarter yeah. blade. So like, you know, one side sharp on this side, the other side's sharp. So it's like Yeah, so it's like reverse ooh. edges. Like yeah, opposite it's, it's edges. Explaining that the way I did was a failure. So if I hold it straight out horizontal, <laughs> the one on the right has the sharp side up. The one on the left has the sharp side down. There we go. Yeah. And then you can spin it. Again, it's a very impractical blade, but hell, it looks cool, and it probably yeah, adds a good will. like two or three points to your intimidation skill. So I mean, yeah. I did want to kind of want to say a point. Okay, point. Say your point. A point from noodles. Oh. Okay. Um, for one, check out the booths before you buy, because <laughs> when you see like a really cool incense burner, fuck. Oh <laughs> or, my! When God. you get disappointed, when you already spent your money. <laughs> You knew, you know, I would have got so to with that. So you're saying like check all the other boots for better prices before you just go off and buy well, something. No, it's more like if you find something cooler, you already spent your money. It's like fuck. <laughs> that too. Yeah, that. Check out all the boots before you buy because you okay. never know what you're gonna find. Unless it's a convention, then. Uh, the Renaissance Fair is a convention. All right. Well. It's just called a fair because of that era of time it's supposed to betray. Well, yes. Okay. (laughs) So, yes. Always at conventions, wherever you go, be it a a, a Kayakon, MTAC, uh, the Renaissance Fair. I'm trying to think of others. Just, uh, what's that? Comic-Con. E3. Yeah, even E3 or BlizzCon. Or BlizzCon, yeah. Okay, BlizzCon. Check out the vendors. Do not buy anything right off the bat. No. Because just scout out the place. It's first. a lot of money trap. Yes, it is yeah. all bait for you to spend every buck you have. And if I did not have a better hold on my account, I would have been nine hundred dollars in debt probably from this. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there is so much stuff there's there. So I much wanted. cool stuff. Holy that crap! You don't need, and it's great. I wanted a two hundred and seventy dollars sword so bad. <laughs> It was a Damascus, wasn't it? It, it well, it it could have been. I it I got. Like it. it looked like a Damascus blade. Okay, so give you guys an idea. It's like uh, it was like the the whole sheath was wooden and the handle yeah. was wooden and had some weird tassels thing coming off of it. Um, and Noodles is pulling up a picture so Furry can see it. But um, oh, she actually got a picture of it. Yeah, it's so pretty. It's but um, blue. but um. Oh, I see. After it. seeing okay. as many Damascus steel things I've seen, like I got kind of a weird vibe from the sword because I didn't think it was actually Damascus. I think it was just like some sort of like finish that made it look like it was. Yeah. Um. Um. But I mean, or it could have just been Damascus, but not as many layers and not as much, or not as much layered Damascus steel. Very possible. I don't think you can really replicate you, such a Damascus. That, that's look. why that's I. The thing. That's why I thought about the. It just had to be folded a like lot less time. Yeah, less times and not as many layers because yeah, I I can't really think of any process 
where you can replicate the effect of Damascus, unless it's like some sort of like film you put on there. I can sort of think like oil. Yeah, I could see oil replicating Damascus in a way, but it still would not look anything. Yeah, that's the thing. Oil that's would make the, it look rainbow. Yeah, it. Yeah, that's the thing that oil would do, or tempering the steel. Yeah. That's what it would do. Yeah, so it probably was Damascus. What they were asking for it for probably asking, was an actual yeah. decent price. Yeah, what they were asking for it was a decent price. Or I, I Damascus, can, yes. If it was actually Damascus. It, it probably, probably was. Yeah. Um, yeah, it probably was. But, um, yeah, so, like, the different, like, when, um, Furry was mentioning how it's a money trap, knife and sharp object vendors are definitely the place uh, where it'll yep. be a money trap for me. Yep, same here. Because the, the, uh, vendor he got his dual blade knife thing from, um, I also bought something from it at the same, from them at the same time. And it's this cool sickle like knife that I got um from them that I got for my OC character but I mean I probably will try practicing using it anyway it needs to be sharpened a lot oh um, yeah everything there is dull as hell yeah but um that's understandable it's, it's I'm not like well uh, furry's blade we could like eventually be able to describe this one i'm not really sure how it's like i can give it a shot uh it's 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 kind of like it is like a sickle but the cutting edge is on the outside of the blade the inside's more of a straight edge for cutting rope um and then it's got like a bone handle on the outside with the metal on the in, on the middle. Yeah, we think it's either bone or antler. Yeah, so to be honest, like that. it's definitely not a wood. It's not a wood because it's not the finish on it and how like the texture and the look of it. It's not wood, so it's got to be bone or antler. It's more than likely antler of some sort, and then it's got a weird little like cuppy thing. Uh, I think that would be uh, technically. Like an ice chip or a window breaker, possibly, yeah, yeah. Because um, it's it's a nice little piece of steel on the back end of it. Oh yeah, it would do blunt damage pretty well. Oh yeah, it, it's it's got a nice it will break blunt. someone's skull. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I called it. it was a skull breaker basically. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like with all this stuff we got, um, I am gonna put pictures on the Instagram for the Numbskulls Pod Instagram. Yeah. Um. So you guys will be able to actually see what we're talking about later on when the episode is actually, well, you'll see it. Um. Anyway, yes, noodles. I think the only thing I was kind of disappointed that they didn't have bracers or, um, like leather gauntlet things. Gauntlets or like just. <laughs> like what you mean? Arm like, armor. Arm armor. Yes. There you go. So bracers or gauntlets? Yes. Yeah. Arm okay. armor. Okay. Well, You're using the right terminology. I think bracers just being the armor for the arm, but a gauntlet is the glove that comes up to about here. Because they had like shoes, they had clothing, they had you know other accessories. It's just it was kind of like oh they don't have that, so that's that was kind of. I mean, there was there was like some a, places that some, had like full armor sets for sale yeah, too, and it's like yeah, I'm and pretty then, sure you like, could buy partials. There was some like one leather vendor that did have. Like a few things, but they weren't. There's the types you actually have to lace up. Yeah. So, which is 
basically a bracer. Yeah. You had to lace them up. So, I mean, there was one leather vendor I saw that did have one. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had sets of them. It's just you'd have to probably lace it up yourself. Yeah. Which, to me, is not a problem. Right. If, yeah, if it's, it's not a problem. You, actual you, useful armor, that's, you know, then yeah. I'm I mean, like, I'm, I'm meaning to get some for my OC character for it um, because of part of, well, LARPing and then with um, the character besides the mask, the sigil of his order to so they can distinguish him from actual doctors. The sigil of his order is on the left arm yeah. gauntlet or bracer. Yeah, I so, have a feeling when you get your actual bracer or gauntlet or whatever, you're going to actually uh, burn yeah. it in. I, I, I might burn it in, like brand it in. Yeah, branding. Um, I might, or I might just like, I don't know, because like I don't, I I just like, yeah, I just cut it in or yeah. paint it and then paint over it, um, just yeah. so you can see it, um, but yeah. Oh, what was I gonna say? Um, yeah, when it comes to armor like that, like the leather is the way to go, really, for like any sort of cosplay or actual scenario. Like leather is the way to go. Don't get bulky metal stuff because that's gonna slow you down. Yeah, that's gonna slow you down. But um. But kudos to those at Ren Fair who actually go in full sets of chainmail. Like, you're ballsier than I am. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wish to do that one day because I, mean, I want to do a Warhammer 40k Marine armor Yeah. eventually. Yeah, that would be cool. Like, um, I will be the shortest Marine. <laughs> <laughs> That's Oh, don't worry. There, there's ways to get around that. I'm not an Inquisitor. <laughs> If that's what you're trying to say. No, no. Like, with cosplaying and building up, like, big armors. Oh, yeah. Some people put, like, platforms in the yeah. boots of them just so they can actually... Just have, like, a little figure by your side. Hey, it's a little smaller than me. <laughs> I don't know. I was being stupid. Noodles, you are stupid. It's like, <laughs> uh, it's like Maxwell. You're a lovable dumbass. Yes. Whom I love. Gay. How dare you talk about love on this podcast? You're right. <gasps> love doesn't exist. It's just chemicals in the brain. Yep. Just like all emotions. <laughs> but now, um. Oh, but now that we're done talking about sharp objects. D- first off. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. How was the food? Because I didn't. Okay. I did so, have some of the food. That's right. I did. But how was the actual food? It was not bad. It wasn't bad for the price point. The only disappointing part is I didn't get my fucking turkey leg. That was my main point of going there for food. Yeah, they were out of turkey legs. They were out of turkey legs until near the end of when we left. Yeah, because they opened it right back up and that line went super fucking long. Um, But yeah, by the time they had more, it wasn't worth getting in the line for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but normally it's, it is during that time where like they're, they are running out and they had to get more in, like actually trucked in, in order for them to actually start preparing them. So I'm surprised that they even reopened it being the last day and how late into the day already was. Yeah. Like I, I was expecting them just to, you know, be done with it. Yeah. I, I would expect them the same but, way. But they have commitments. Mean, yeah. For the money, but. You yeah. know, commitment to the actual fair is like that's pretty good. Yeah, I, I'd say yeah. so. 
Uh, did you even see the price of the turkey leg? No. Because I didn't. They're 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 normally the probably the most pricey thing you can get. Probably. Yeah. I think because they're just so good. Turkey yeah, legs from a natural Renaissance fair are probably some of the best stuff. And they've ever. got like a cranberry sort of marinade thing that they put it in yeah. before they cook it. It is delicious. It is great. I remember getting to eat them last year around Mother's Day when my family and I went. Well, and imagine if they sold uh, turkey wings, but like actually have like a meal. <laughs> do they even do wings in tur- from turkey? I'm trying to think if they do. I don't think they do. Well, I mean, for the Thanksgiving stuff, I know that you can get turkeys with the wings. So yeah. it's like, but they aren't that big. No, turkey wings are really small. No, yeah. There's, there's, it's not enough meat. I mean, it's more meat than any, anything else than chicken for sure. Than, than chicken, chicken or duck or. Uh, but you stop copying me. But it's the fucking turkey leg that everyone wants. No one cares about the wing. Yeah, no one really cares about the wing. Wings? The wings are fun to chew. Noodles? That's enough out of noodles. Okay. <laughs> anyway, shall we talk about God now? Do we? Uh, yeah. Should we tell everyone what this God is from? Uh, I, I, I can try to do a quick, like, little brief intro for him. Go for it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so before I mention this great legend's name, um, this is actually the first time I realized he actually run this. He ran this stall at um, Tennessee Renaissance Fair. Um, but if any of you are familiar with card games such as like Magic the Gathering, um, or games such as Dungeons and Dragons and other classic tales of fantasy and stuff like that. Um, this is one of the original artists for Dungeons and Dragons and um, Magic the Gathering. Like he had, he did like 120 of like the first cards, like the original cards, before he decided no this this whole idea of the game is stupid. But here we are, 2019. Here we are now, still yep. going. But no, this guy, he runs the um, stall uh, where you find like the big tapestry, like throw rugs and stuff like that and other art prints. And his name is Ed Beard Jr. And for those who are very in the magic community and who like actually pay attention to the artists, especially the more classic cards, like this is the motherfucker who drew the first edition of Nickel Bolas when he was just a creature card. Yep. And... I, I only say that because I'm a big Nicol Bolas player, and but those of you who like are big in on the classic cards, he's also the guy who drew the or yeah who did the original art for the original Battle of Wits card, and quite a few others. Um, uh, and let me pull up the list of the cards that he has done. Yeah, and while. Furry's doing that. He was the one who pointed out to me, like, "Hey, you know yeah, this guy, I, right? I, this I was, is Ed Beard." I was, I was in there buying, um, buying again, money trap. I tell you what, yeah. But for God, <laughs> yeah, like um, he, he pointed out, and I was like, I was just awestruck because, like, I knew the name and I, I, I know his work, and 
it was like he actually asked me like are you okay i just blurted out like well i don't know what to say i'm like in the presence of a living legend and he just go looks at me and goes infamous only it's like i mean yeah but (laughs) (laughs) so then what furry got from his stall was um i got one of the tapestries one of the uh fro rugs one of the blankets whatever you want to call it and it's original artwork by him just on a rug i'm gonna stand up and let you see it so that you can describe it here yeah um and again i'll put pictures on the ig there'll be pictures on the ig for it but it's two dragons entwined with each other uh one gold one uh black or ebony and the black one's holding a sun the other one's holding the moon and it's supposed to be reminiscent of the yin yang symbol um, there's trees and waterfalls off to the left and harsh mountains and fire off to the right with a sword in the bottom right where the gold dragon is. It's a very beautiful piece of work. Um, very beautiful piece of art. Um, whereas I, I didn't get something as cool, but I got uh, his first, first art, art book. book. Yeah, yours might not be as cool, but yours is signed. True. I mean, I got his first art book he's putting out a second one within the next couple weeks i believe it's a few months a few months about sorry. three to four three or four months. and it's his largest collection of art since okay. the very beginning which when that comes out i am definitely for sure ordering it, it yeah i am definitely picking one up but yeah um i've got his first book of art it's called the enchanted realm art of edbeard jr a journey from the written world word to visual reality. Oh, sorry. But it's got so much of his work. And I mean, I still have yet to take it out of its actual sleeve and look through it. But I only took it out of the sleeve. He only took it out of the sleeve the first time so he could sign it. Oh, which by the way, I was commenting to Furry about this earlier. Yeah, you now have to take it out of the sleeve so that I can try to decipher what the he cursive. wrote in his note. But um, he asked me for my name. I gave him my actual name. And he said to fill in the blank. Uh, hold on. ASMR here. <laughs> that last part I'm not sure about. Oh, okay. No, I can read what it says. Now I read what it says. He says, to Bone Coon's real name, Fantasy Rules, exclamation point, TN 2019. And he is not wrong. Oh, and yeah, then he actually full on signs it on the bottom. Yeah. TN 2019. And it's, I'm going to actually start flipping through it now. Oh my God. Oh, okay. First one uh, I just land on. It's. Oh, it's beautiful art. Bone Coon is having a uh, nerdgasm over there. I am. Um, both the things that we bought from Ed Beard, they were one of the final pieces of the pieces we were getting. So mine was like the second, the nets to last fro rug. And, and mine yours was, was like, like the second next, to last. The, yeah, second, second to last uh, copy of the book. Yeah. And uh, I pulled up his card list. Yeah. 107. 107. Edward P. Okay. Beard Jr. Yeah, that's him. First card is Abandoned Outpost. And the card I already love is Acorn Harvest. 
because you put two <laughs> one one green scroll uh, creature tokens into play, and I have a scroll deck that I work on. It's not even tournament legal. I just love fucking scrolls. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, I'm, I'm Animal Boneyard. I'm reading some of these works now, and like all the little like artist notes under it, under them, with how he had to go about like with the creative process and stuff like that. There, there's some wonderful little bits of insight uh, in here. I found probably the first legendary. Oh, which one? Arcady Sabbath. Summon Elder Dragon. Yeah, legend. That'd be it. That'd be it. Seven seven. That's a lot for a seven seven, to be honest. Yeah. But. He has fine, at least. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Unlike, like original Nicobolas, who needs like, God, I don't know how many types of mana. I know it's it's at least it's three blue, black, red, red. Yeah, with colorless and colorless. He's an yeah. eight drop. Eight drop. That's yeah. right. So is uh, so is Arcades. Yeah, he's he's like, the white, green, blue. Yeah, yeah. Whereas like Nicobolas is the blue black red and gosh his original ability was pretty brutal oh yeah like that was uh, what the discard the entire yeah hand. like if they were damaged by him they discard their entire hand yeah. and then you had to do something or he gets buried you have like, to pay upkeep. an upkeep yeah yeah you had to pay when an actual upkeep, upkeep was a thing <laughs> yeah back when upkeep was a thing in magic oh my god oh you know what i just thought of what you just think of you, you know what would be great once this podcast actually get some traction i mean we could do it even before and just have it reoccurring true but i i i would love to actually because like he he lives close by ed beard he, he oh, lives that's not what you're talking about i thought you were actually talking about actual games of magic on no, this podcast no, no. <laughs> i mean we will do that but no um with uh mr ed beard jr he he doesn't live very far from here. I know exactly what town he lives in. Uh, yeah, we figured that out. <laughs> yeah, just by asking him. He's like, "Ooh, he's, you're close." Yeah, he's a very chill dude. I I I would love to have him on the podcast sometime, just to like even just for like an interview. Yeah, if he has the time, and that to me that would that would that be would wonderful. be amazing. I don't know if he still does stuff. Well, I know that he you know works on books and whatever. Yeah, but I don't know like. What he actually does, I don't think we ever asked him. Like, what's he actually doing now and stuff like we, that? We didn't, unfortunately, we did not. Um, which we should have. We um, should have, but but again, know. we probably won't do something like that until again this podcast gets a bit more traction and yeah, gets more ground under its feet. If you guys just want to stay tuned and spread the word, we'll get to that faster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, definitely spread the word about this podcast. We're lonely. We need followers. Is white border legal? Are white, are white border cards legal in MTG? Because I know... Like, like tournament legal? Yeah. I don't, I don't think, think so. so anymore. Because I know that only silvers are not. Because I thought, like... Because it, we're talking about, like, the old, old start yeah. cards. Because I found well, a card that's... It depends on the tournament. Because... Mm. It, it, especially fair. if they do modern or standard or just... If the, it depends on the tournament, but even standard has its limitations yeah. as to like how recent. So, because I'm not sure how recent this card is, but it's Birds of Paradise. It's a white border card. It's a okay. one green drop. 
Okay. A zero one with flying, and you tap it for any color to your mana pool. <coughs> Sorry, scoozy. Expansions from the eighth edition. It's a rare card, number two thirty-three. Hmm. Of course, it's a bird type. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't say what year it was out. I mean, whatever eighth edition was, that's the year it came out. Okay. That that was a why. Oh, that was a ways back. Yeah. Eighth edition. Yeah, that's a ways back. Oh, he did the first edition of the uh, Carrion Rat. Oh, that's right. He did. Yeah, he did. Beautiful, beautiful rats. Those were two ones, man. Then are they still two ones? Or are they gone up to one ones? I I think they've come down to one ones. Like most rats now, they're just one ones. Yeah. Um, wow. Here we go. Yeah. yeah. Does that mean I can have two of those in a commander deck then? Because they're technically different cards. Or is it just by namesake? Is Commander just by namesake? I think it's by namesake. That sucks. It's it's, it's oh, kind of shitty. Yeah. That sucks. That's why I love Commander. The it just it's just people crap. say Commander is the most casual way to play. They haven't met us. Chromium, another uh, Elder Dragon. Yeah, that one's on the back of this book uh, of the Enchanted Realm. Is he? Sure. Yeah, uh, Chromium. Bottom. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah, signed version of him. Too. And he has Rampage. I don't even remember what Rampage God, was I for. I can't remember what Rampage did at all. But it's Rampage 2. Which yeah. means it's a bit more beefier than yeah. regular Rampage. <laughs> Apparently so. But it's also got an upkeep. Actually, I'm, I'm looking that up now. I'm going to look uh, up uh, Rampage. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Ooh, there's a land. What is that? Crosses Catacombs? Ooh. Crosses? I think so because it's C R O S I S apostrophe S. Catacombs. Is a layer. Oh. Is a layer additional to land? So, like a dragon layer? Yeah. Those do not exist. If you have one of those, send it here. It's, it's only an uncommon card as well. It's not even rare. Okay, so. Um, Rampage. Whenever this creature becomes blocked, it gets plus whatever, plus X, plus X until end of turn for each creature blocking it beyond the first. So in this case, with Chromium, it is Rampage 2, so it'd be plus 2, plus 2 until end of turn for each creature blocking it beyond the first creature blocking it. Ah. So it's a, um ability that grants a bonus to its power and toughness when it's blocked by more than one creature. Yeah. It, so, it was yeah. beefy. That that's a really beefy dragon. Yeah. He's he's a beefy boy. Uh plane shift. That's when layers came out. Oh okay. yeah, I remember yeah, plane shift. He did mention plane shift, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's right. I remember someone mentioning that recently. I would almost build a deck just using layers as a lands. I mean, <laughs> I mean j- you, just for no point because you know I wanted to build a gate deck with yeah. probably the it's, most recent stuff that's came out I think is gate yeah it's basically the same premise pretty much uh, I just haven't found any rulings on it from looking at one card right he he did a sliver I didn't know that crypt he sliver. Did a sliver yeah ooh which one again one black crypt ooh that one Damn. All slivers have tap to regenerate target sliver. <laughs> He's Ooh. a 1-1, one, one, though. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, a lot of the slivers are really weak combat-wise, but it's their abilities that more than make up for it. There are so many magic debts I want to build, and it's just... Uh, Yeah. When did that come out? Hold up. Which one? Life Death. Life Death. One of the double cards from the Apocalypse expansion. Did they have double cards that early? Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, and uh, double cards never die. Edward P. Beard did the death side. The life side's done by someone else. Anthony. Anthony Waters. I think that's his name. Okay. No, that that sounds familiar. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that looks like a cold snap. That's not a cold snap. That's Urza's destiny. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Oops. But um. Yeah, so that's that was our time at the Renaissance Fair, and yeah, we met eating. a god. We got some sharp objects and uh, some nice new clothing. Yeah, I, I it, it was a fun. grand old time. Um, speaking of grand, um, Newells and I, before we came here, um, we went to Grand Adventures Comics and Games here in Murfreesboro. Oh, uh-huh, is that and where I got my minifigs? Yeah, uh, that's where they have all like the Warhammer forty yeah. k stuff. Yeah, that would be it. Um, and you may not know this at all because if you're a new listener, you wouldn't know. And if, if you're not, you probably wouldn't know because I don't publicize this and neither does noodles, but (laughs) noodles and I are, um, working on trying to be getting a comic creating duo where I do the writing because I can't draw and she does the drawing because she can't write, but it works. It sounds like you made her illiterate. No, she 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 she's good. She she's adequate. She's laughing too, so it's all good. But um but no, um it works because again, I can't draw to save my life, but I can write. She's not as good at creating stories, but she can draw like nobody's business. She's she's an amazing artist. Um but I won't to get into to that much unless like there's actually an update on the comic creation but we went to grand adventures to well because i i was gotten really emotional at a pet store Aww. so we went to the nearby grand adventures comics and games to get my mind <laughs> off of it and i was driving so we didn't have a choice in the matter so oh I just yeah took that makes there. sense uh but we got a fat stack a fat stack of comics while we were there and it was mostly thanks to like the like bundles they do or comic bundles they do um where one of the boxes is like a bunch of miscellaneous comics put together and um the rest of the boxes that have the bundles in it are normally all the same story or same series however the the box we drew from was the miscellaneous one but they were all from the same series so the organization isn't as good as it could be but it doesn't really matter um because with the bundles if you go to a comic book place that does bundles and especially if they're all like miscellaneous from each other i highly recommend it because you never know what you're going to get you could actually find a true hidden gem in there so i i'd say go for it but we got a fat stack thanks to the bundle um the most pricey uh, bundle was ten dollars. It was one of the ones I picked out. And it was for the masks series by Dynamite. That so 
That would be like the different heroes like Green Horde and Kato, the Shadow, and a few others are all in that one. Now, you want to make this interesting? What? You just want to hand me that bag, and I'll just pull out the first one, like, off top. I'll look it over, you know, read out the title, and just give my first impressions of what I think it could be. Because I'm not a comic book reader. I'm a uh, manga reader. I mean, like, I would, and then, but and they're then, also you know, all in order, too. Well, you know, I'm just going to so. grab it, like, off the top and then hand it to you after I'm done with my but, little... No, that's all good. I'll just go through them ah, quickly. All right. So one of the series, the other, another one of the series is called Ghost. Uh, Tori just skimmed through, looked at the pretty pictures of them instead of reading them, which I, I'm sure she'll actually get around to reading them eventually. I believe in her. Maybe. But um, you're welcome. You're welcome. But um, it's like some. She's, it's a female superhero who ghosts is, and it's by Dark Horse Comics, and it looks pretty good. Ooh, Dark Horse. And that was actually the biggest bundle we got was the one for Ghost, and that one was only at five bucks. So that was pretty nice pricing. Then I got one that was for one dollar, and it's a new one called Britannia. I quickly flipped through it to try to get an idea of it, and it's um, like uh, it's a historical fiction with a bit of fantasy and it takes place in ancient Rome. Then we got some Ghost Rider, got some Spawn, and then it's the Mask series and I'm excited to start reading these. I'm a I'm I try to say I'm a big comic reader. I just haven't given myself a lot of time to actually invest in actually reading them. But it, it's it's a uh, it's all right. I mean, like it gives. I, I like trying different ones for different story types. Yeah. Different um, art styles, and I find that with comes to comic making, the art styles that's more like almost looks sort of like sketch work sort of thing. I tend to like those more just because it feels a bit more authentic. <clears throat> but Morty. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that tends to be like more of my favorite sort of art style when it comes to creating them. Not because it's an easier to do one or easier to replicate, but it's just it feels more authentic um, with the artist, especially if it's done in series done by companies or published by companies such as like Image or Dark Horse. Especially with Image being more of like independent publishers, um, which I love. Image love Image Comics. Look out for. Um, Spawn 300 issue 300 hopefully coming out within next few months because Tom McFarlane you've done a great job oh, so God. far with Spawn I, I've always been a big fan of it um, so just all the fans are waiting for the yeah. big yeah, especially if the with 300 um, it, when Spawn reaches that it will be the longest running independently published comic out there there you go yeah, Congrats. so, yeah, congratulations to Todd McFarlane and who was that? All the team who works on Spawn, you guys have done an amazing job so far. I can't wait for 300 to finally come. It's gonna be great, I'm sure. No, because I've seen on his Instagram with like different sneak peeks of him working on 300 issue 300. Oh, I'm I'm my jimmies are rustled in all the right <laughs> ways of how excited I am. Now it being a uh, independent for the longest running at three hundred, who stops at two ninety nine? 
Who was before Spawn that was the longest independent? I don't know. Because he could already have that title right now if he's at. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. But because, I mean, like, celebrating at it, 300, I mean, that's I mean, definitely it, a goal. It's definitely nothing, none of the Marvel or DC writers because... Well, yeah, because they're all linked into Marvel or DC. We're talking about yeah. independence here. Independence, um, I don't know really. Like, as an actual serialized comic that's independently published, I I don't know. What's the Simpsons comic published under? Because there is this actual Simpsons comic. I, I know there is, and I can't remember who it is. <laughs> because I think that would be like the only competitor, to be honest. Because but, their TV show's been forever, so the comics. Well, been I mean, but the TV show's owned by a big media company, so yeah, by Fox. So um, it wouldn't really count, even if they do have a comic. It wouldn't count as an independent published one. Yeah, but it's still it's definitely not a place where you think a comic would come from true it's not um but nonetheless good job to you todd mcfarlane and your team again i've been a big long-running fan of spawn for a very long time um and i can't wait for issue 300 um which actually reminds me of a funny story of when i was watching one of his short videos on instagram oh yeah where he was going into like because he used to work with marvel for a bit with working with spider-man on spider-man comics and he was talking about the story of like when Spider-Man first had the black suit in the older comics and how they asked him to come on and help draw. And he's like, no, I don't want to draw this. I want to draw the, the blue and red. What I like, what I resonate with, like what everyone resonates with, with Spider-Man. I don't want to do this black suit. So as they were nearing issue 300 of the amazing Spider-Man, they, um, Todd McFarlane created a, character concept named Venom because he wanted to get rid of the black suit somehow yeah. and they're like okay we'll consider it just just do the next one they're like okay finally at issue 300 Venom was born they got the suit off of Spider-Man and for most fans it was the birth of Venom was issue 300 of the Amazing Spider-Man oh, yeah. but for your boy Todd McFarn it was how the hell do we get the goddamn black suit off of Peter Parker that was the whole road to 300 there was how the hell do we get this stupid black suit off of him? This this is not underlying racism, is it? No. Okay. Because Why would it, it be? It sounds a lot like it. No, he just, he loved the blue and red suit because that's what it's he was. It's the most iconic. It was the iconic suit. So, no, it, it wasn't anything to do with racism. It's just the black suit really unnerved a lot of fans when which it is, first came which on is really anyway. really understand why it did. Because it, it just... It didn't look like Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It, it just... And especially with how the suit affected Spider-Man with the symbiote, it just... It wasn't Spider-Man, yeah. which was the whole point. Um, so that's why a lot of people were... A lot of fans were unnerved by it, and there was the great relief when Amazing Spider-Man 300 came out and Venom was born. So that that suit was finally off of Peter Parker and the series could go on. And now they had a new villain who has, over the years, has had some of the most amazing character development oh, yeah. in comic villains. Um, Eddie Brock had amazing, amazing character development over the years. And with his most recent series, the most recent series where it was just Venom that Marvel has done, it was an amazing series because it looked into more of like the origin of where 
the symbiote came from, because we all know it came from outer space, but where it came from, what the culture of it was like, and how it also shared sort of a hive mind as well. Yeah. Um, but it was a great series. Um, I loved it. But then again, Venom was always my favorite Spider-Man villain, except for when they portrayed him in um, Tommy McGuire movie of Spider-Man Three. Just, but then again, like I, Oof, I it's hard. They, it's, he wasn't supposed to be in the movie anyway. They just yeah. threw him in last minute. But yeah, it it was not. It wasn't a good portrayal. Drawn of, of drawn versions of Venom are always going to be better than live action. Sadly. Yeah. I, I, I unfortunately it's have to agree. really hard to get something of such interesting develop development to be lifelike. Yeah. It really is. And it's, it's sad that we just don't have the creative power to do so yet in a good way. Right. The attempts were fine. Mm-hmm. Attempts were fine. I'm not going to bash about it. Right. right. You know. They, they, they did their best. Yep. They could have done better, but they did their best. <laughs> we aren't bashing them like everyone's bashing Sonic right now. So this is true, and congrats <laughs> to Sony for listening to their fans. Yeah, and, and that means actually all... redoing the the whole movie basically just to do a different character design. Yeah, you all better go see that movie just because of Sony how much y'all bitched so about it. Bitch money from this. Yeah. Oof. But um. Anyway. Are we gonna go see it? Probably. We'll probably go see it. I mean, I still want to see Detective Pikachu yes. because it's the Pokemon live-action movie we've been wanting for years since we were kids. Yep, and it's supposed to follow the game, actually, yeah. Detective Pikachu, almost to a T. Yeah, that's what I've heard, yeah. too. I've never played Detective Pikachu, but that is what I've heard, and I'm like, okay, I can get behind yeah, that. it's worth it. But um, we're going to have to wrap it up here. We're getting close to time. Oh, yeah. Um, but I just want to give a few closing remarks or more shout outs just to sum things up. Um, if you ever have the chance to go to a, a Renaissance festival in your area, go take the opportunity, take the opportunity. You don't have to dress up, but take the opportunity. It is worth it. Uh, but then for shout outs, shout out to, uh, Ed Beard Jr. You, um, you amazing man, you a legend, you God, <laughs> we want to have you here on the show sometime. Um, then shout out to Todd McFarlane for getting closer and closer to Spawn 300. Shout out to Grand Adventures Comics and Games yeah. because you're a wonderful store and you, all you guys, regardless of what kind of nerds you are, please go out and support your local comic book store or friendly neighborhood um, game store. Please go support them. They are, you will find some of the greatest people you've ever met there. They're all usually very friendly. They will help you out. Even if you are just getting into something, they'll be like right there to help with the recommendations and their opinions. It's just, it's such a friendly community. Yeah. Especially like when the times I first went to Grand Adventures and I was trying to get back into comics and comic reading, I knew kind of what I liked but I wasn't sure where to start, and they, the guys there are always more than happy to give recommendations and actually give a few like, like personal recommendations and then other different recommendations from things they've heard from other people, yep. and it's all wonderful. They're, they're wonderful people, but go and support your local comic book stores and your local game stores because 
damn it, they're good people. They really are. Do you, do you think when we get a little bit more of a fan base going, when we get a little bit more of momentum, can we go over there and like sort of pester them? I would actually love to do that, you know, just but I like, have to run hey, that by them first. Hey, hey. <laughs> pester the game store people. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, sponsor us. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, like that? Well, I mean, in both ways. Like, hey, you guys think we could like do Record recording here? here? Like, have you guys like just the ambience of everything just in the background? Yeah. yeah, and then like maybe even like have a few different people just come on who are just having to be Yeah, there. just like we point out, it's like, you. You. Come here. Come here. We want to talk to you. Be a part of our show. And be like, who are you guys? The numbskulls. You're, the numbskulls. You're about to find out. But no. Um, I mean, that wouldn't that wouldn't be a bad idea. I would still wait till we have like a more of a fan yeah, base. Yeah, it would, like it a would fan following going. have to be after a while, after things pick up. You know, oh, yeah. it's always a slow start for these kind of things. There's nothing yeah. that's just instant. Never. Um, but... We're going to keep working at it with this yep. podcast because um, this is this is fun for us. We hope it's fun for y'all. Um, but, yeah, keep spreading the word about the podcast, too, if you haven't already. Um, any of your nerdy friends or family who would enjoy a stupid podcast like this, let them know. Um, but we hope you enjoyed this episode of The Dumb Skulls. Again, this was a very different episode. It was more relaxed. It was more, more on the spot and more on relaxed. the spot. Yeah, um, which that's kind of the feeling we kind of want to give to be because more authentic. Yeah, but with but when it comes to actually having the topics, we'll try to keep it a little bit more organized, like we have in the past. But or even or but or at least run it a little better. But I mean, but again, there's always room to improve. There is minimum uh, thought going into these yeah there is minimal thought beforehand much like that sentence i had to take a minute (laughs) yeah but again it's so we can give you all a more authentic experience yeah which i which i personally believe podcasts should be like they should be more like on the spot more authentic with the thought process and it not going by a script i mean sure they can go by like a format like an outline but not a script. Yeah, think of this that, as a a morning talk show, radio show. You know, like uh, at the Buzz, how they do. Um, yeah, free beer. Yeah, free beer and hot wings. You know, Sponsor it's us. it's just huh. Sponsor us, free beer and hot wings. Yes, please. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's because they're like free script. They they you know they go out of outline, but yeah. you know yeah. they have a br- like a basic outline, just, but they they. Yeah, yeah, there's no yeah. Scr- real script. Think of us as them, just without the music, and, and or the, a lot of nerd shit. Yeah, it's it's all nerd shit here, and that's the way we like it. Yes. Uh huh. Uh huh. Anyway, anyway, again, hope you all enjoyed this episode. We'll see you next time. Um, and until then, I'm Bone Coon. I'm Furry. And Noodles is over in the corner somewhere. She looks like she's crying. Is she okay? Well, again, she got some dust in her eye. Yeah, you're right. And it's, it was really messing with her. Maybe she's Or they could be the eye drops. That's that six she put eye way drops two. instead of one. Yeah. yeah, it was supposed to be one to two. Oh, my God. You did fucking six. You overboarded on medicine. You OD'd well, your I mean, eye. Were, it was more of like a saline rinse sort of thing. Yeah, eye drop. true. Well, you should have said eye wash instead of eye drops. You could have just put a wet rag on it and just sort of like pat it and swiped at it instead of eye drops.
Yeah. To have, yes. 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 Sure. sure. I mean, why use eyewash when you can use a sink? <clears throat> same bat time, same bat channel. Tune in, Tune in next, next time. time. We'll see y'all then. <laughs>